0: Marley, my name is Miles and welcome to the M&M Charity Podcast.
1: We are going to be talking about Wine to Water Charity.
0: Wine to Water is a very cool charity and it's the first one we're going to be talking about. Okay, I guess I can get into what Wine to Water is. Wine to Water is a very amazing charity that goes across the globe to help people who don't have clean water, who need you know a clean water source who need it near them and they make that possible um they go around they install systems of water they make it so people don't have to travel miles across you know sharp rocks terrain that they shouldn't be traveling in their conditions and uh they make it possible so they can live a happy life with clean water i guess i can get into some uh into some statistics um i'll read a few them marley you can read a few I read the pos. Actually, you read the positive ones, Marley. I'll read some of the negative ones.
1: Okay, so they have helped over one thousand seven. One million. They have helped over one million seven people across the globe. They have completed over two thousand seventy five projects projects across the globe. They have helped people across 46 countries.
0: Now here are some of the negative things. Things that happen when you don't have clean water, when you have to travel miles up and down land in bad conditions over things, you know, bad terrain. Okay, so some of these facts are kind of sad and some are, like, crazy. Um, 29% of children under 5 years old are affected by stomach illness. What do you think about that, Marley? That's twenty nine percent. That's over one fourth of kids under five. Well, I
1: think that un I think that's unfair because they're just they're just little kids. Yeah. And they're and they're suffering to get water, but once but but once they get it, they get they get sick. Yeah, because... So it's pretty...
0: Even though, like... even like, the worst part about it is that they go through all that trouble just to get dirty water half the time. Like, Imagine going miles and carrying all, like, 40 pounds of water on your back just to come home with dirty water and just to get more sick. Like, how horrible is that? So that's one-fourth of children under five. Like, under five years old, like, have no control over their life yet. Like, that's really bad. Okay. 75% of households have... Children missing school due to stomach illnesses. Like, just, like, they're all, like, like I said, they're already in, like, horrible conditions, you know? They have, like, beat-down houses. They have to travel just to get water. And education is the least they could get to, you know, you know, do things, like, get a job and all that stuff. And 75% of kids can't do that. What do you think, Marley?
1: Well, I think... That's bad because plus they're getting sick and they won't be able to get, like, the education. Like, they won't be able to learn without without clean water. And once they have, and they're missing school, which isn't good, and they probably don't, they don't see much of school. They probably have, like, only two days to, like, be in school. Yeah. Because of those stomach illness
0: that's three-fourths of children who that's a big amount like yeah if there were if there was a school just to put in perspective if there was a school of a hundred kids only 25 of only 25 kids out of those 100 kids would actually be at school 75 other kids would be at home like just to put that in perspective and um this is this is I'm about to read one last one and then there's like a whole chart of just uh The illnesses they have. So 70% of primary caregivers, which could be parents, nannies, I don't know. Just like grandparents. 70% of primary caregivers are affected by stomach illnesses too. What do you think about that? Like imagine Marley. Like daddy. You're already missing school. You're already sick. You need his guidance, but he's sick too. What do you think about that?
1: Well, I think that's not good because... Plus, you're sick, but plus you have no one to take care of you because they're sick and they don't want you to get more sick.
0: And like, especially like grandparents and like, you know, the elders, like that must not, that must be the worst situation to be in, especially like if you're much older. I just feel bad. Imagine like, I know some people, their grandparents are like a big part of their lives, especially in a community that tight. Everybody knows everybody. So that. To just have people sick all the time—it must not feel good, especially the elder people. Yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm not really gonna explain this in detail for each one. Because I'm just gonna count really quick how much illnesses they have. One, they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different illnesses in just one community. Okay, so ninety-eight percent of the whole population of the whole community has stomach pain. 100%, meaning every single person there, every single person living there, including children, elders, parents, have diarrhea. 82% of them have typhoid. 14% have malaria. Uh, 32% have dysentery. 25% have respiratory infection. 70% have eye infection. Wow, that, that wouldn't be fun to have like your eye hurting all the time. 5%... Five percent have worms. I don't know what worms is, but I've read things about it. Is I think it's like where worms live through your body or something. I have no idea. And then eighty percent have skin infection or rash. What do you think about that, Marla?
1: Well, I think since there's so like there's so many people that are having all these illnesses and some of these illnesses are are like something that you really don't wanna have.
0: Some of these things can kill. Just imagine, you know, one day you're with your family. The next day, one of them is gone to an illness that it just isn't even fair because they don't have the resources. Um, OK, now that we've gotten over with more of the statistical parts, uh, I kind of already said this, but I have this in my notes anyways. It's just going over what wind to water basically do- does in like one sentence. Uh, wind of water helps. Put water taps and filtration systems inside communities so they have a safe and easy way to access and drink water. Just so anybody who doesn't get what they're doing, uh, from what I've already said, that's just the basic easy rundown. Okay. So me and Marley, we watched a video on their site, and uh, it was actually pretty... It was really sad, but in the end, really positive, just to see what came out of it. And uh, here are some notes. Um, I'm going to read... I'm gonna read the first note, Marley. You can read the next. So these are the notes we took from the video we watched. It was around six minutes and we got uh a lot of things. Each day, listen, each day, kids and adults carry 20 liters of water up. No, no, no. Actually, they carry, they walk down a hill to get the water and then go back up the hill to get back to their home. Now, just to now to just put that in perspective really quick, Marley, I'll let you say this. One liter equals 2.2 pounds. So, you know, one liter of water would be about two pounds. Now, if we multiply, if we do 2.2 pounds times 20, that equals 44 pounds. That's how much they carry each day just to get water. Half of the time, it's dirty water. Kids younger than me or around my age each day go out and carry 44 pounds of water up their back, dirty water sometimes. We've got actually a five gallon, one of these things, you know, like you see in the school where they like, put this big blue water thing and then you press a lever, or you see it in workplaces and the water dispenses, like imagine having to carry that up your back, on your back. And the worst part about it is that they have to carry it up a hill. Like they go down the hill and then carry it back up the hill, which is the worst part I think about it. I thought they actually carried it downhill, which would actually make it somewhat easier, but they actually have to carry it back up a hill. Marley, what do you think about that? And the average. Oh, and just to put this in perspective, again, forty-four pounds is um, like the average weight of a six-year-old. Um. Well, I,
1: th- what I think about that is not fair because people, some maybe like younger than me, are carrying that up, up there, on their back, up and down a hill, t- just to get.
0: What would it feel like for you? What do you think put yourself in the situation of one of those kids. Just run yourself through let's say the morning of those kids. Run yourself through, you know, getting up, going to get the water, getting it. Just tell me how that feels.
1: Oh, that would not feel wouldn't feel good because you're waking up in the morning and then you're just going to get like a big like all that water on your back, like on your back, and yeah. and sometimes it's like, and it wouldn't wouldn't feel that good. It wouldn't feel good because you're just getting up in the morning to get a heavy, to get some something really heavy, and sometimes dirty. So I say it wouldn't it mainly feel like it wouldn't feel good and I'd be mostly sad when I wake up in the morning or something.
0: Let's put ourselves in these kids' lives. Like, compared to what we go through now versus what they do. When we wake up, what do we do, Marley? We wake up, you know, We wake up. We're in a comfy bed, of course. We get breakfast. We, um, you know, we get dressed. We shower. Well, they wake up. in most likely an uncomfortable bed. They get up. They have. I mean, I'm pretty sure those houses aren't. I'm not going to say the best put together, you know. Now, so they wake up, you know. They're probably in an uncomfortable bed. Uh, they they step outside in the mud. I know I think I saw some of them. They don't wear shoes, which is just makes me kind of angry in a way, because there's so many kids today who complain, oh, my God, I want this shoe. I want that shoe. And in reality, these people would die to have any shoe. These people would die to have any bed. These people would die. To have a roof over their heads, they would die to have, you know, clean water no matter what, like they would do anything. Well, we complain about having to brush our teeth, having to shower, having to, not being able to play video games, having to, you know, do a bit of chores when these kids would do all that times 10 to get what we have, you know, like they would do anything and we need to start learning from them instead of, you know, yeah. Anyways, um, these, what, what inspires me from these kids is that they do it without thought because they know th- that this will, they have faith in themselves. They, they believe that there, there's something ahead of them. A lot of people don't believe, and it's the dumbest thing, because a lot of people, I complain about, You know, oh my gosh, this project, it's gonna take me a week. Oh my God, this is so annoying. Well, these kids, no matter what, even if the situation seems like it's not gonna get better, they keep pushing. And I have to learn from them. Sometimes I'm too lazy to even walk up the stairs. I'm too lazy to walk even down the stairs. Sometimes, while well, these kids walk up a hill with 40 pounds on their back, Wine to water has helped them get water. But I want, I want to see them in like good houses. I want to see them eating good food. I want to see them like, I want to see them walk outside and like appreciate the nature. I want to, I don't want them to have rain dropping on them while they're wearing no shoes. Like, water's good, but they need more. They need, they need what we have because what we got was right handed right to us. Half of like we some people don't even need to work for their stuff. They're born into, you know, wealth, but th- these people aren't. Um, I'm gonna go on to the next thing, which I think is another reason some people struggle so much to get the water that they need in Nepal. So 160 families. Let's put that in perspective. Let's say there's like families of three and four. 160 different families depend on Dahakanis. I think that's how you pronounce it which is a water source. I think it's, I don't know what it is, like a pond or something where they get their water. But, now this is the crazy part, but it's only meant to sustain 25 families. If you don't get what I'm saying here. Is that something that's meant to help, f- to de- something that's meant for 25 families is being used by 160. Which means that it's being overused, which means that there isn't enough proportions to share between everybody. What blew my mind is that, <sighs> which is even worse, is that the reason I'm not going to say this is the reason it all started, but what must have made it even harder is that in 2015, a 7.8 magnitude earthquake hit Nepal. That's re- that's really bad because I'm I'm I don't know if they're already living in that situation, but to then have an earthquake that must be really scary, you know to be living in like a broke down house, it's raining, you know, there's mud everywhere, you're walking, carrying 40 pounds and an earthquake hits, which caused a lot of damage and issues, which didn't make anything better. But what that did start is it it ignited wine to water to start helping the Nepal community. They actually have a three phase system, which is number one, phase one is water access, which means that they need because, you know, they're building pipes everywhere. They don't want to have to travel miles and miles. They need a natural resource that's close enough so, you know, everybody can access this water. And with this, you know, they have dirty water, so they need water filtration. You know, you can't just be pumping dirty water. I mean, it's great to have water being pumped right in your hands, but nobody wants dirty water. So they need to make sure that their wa- that water is filtered, making sure that it's clean when it goes into each person's hands and cups. And, and phase three is sustainability of the solution. Everything in life, humans, buildings, you know, they break down a little bit. They break down. They wear out. But that's why we have people who specialize in building that. And if Wind of Water was to just come there, you know, get everybody excited and then just leave, they'd be oh yeah 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 it's here. But then it breaks down and nobody knows what to do. That's why Wind of Water brings the community together. They bring every single person. They. They teach them how to build this thing, which is the best thing. They they don't build it themselves. They build it with the community. So the community is learning on the way. And through all that, of Water is teaching them how to fix this, how to maintain this, so that if a problem was, if they were ever to come across a problem, that they'd know how to fix it, and it'd be no big deal, which is very important because, you know, you don't want it breaking down. Um... And in total, the process to, you know, building this whole system in Nepal took a year, 12 months. That's a long time. Like, I actually thought these, in my opinion, I thought these took, like, I I thought they'd take no more than two months, no more than really a month. But, like, now you see how much dedication they put in. How much the community cares about, you know, making sure everybody's safe and happy. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Now, I know we've been going for a long time. So for the final 10 minutes of this podcast, I'm going to be bringing in a special guest. Now, this is just this isn't just some ordinary talking about it. This is going to be unique. We're going to be don't tell him, guys, but we're going to be persuading him to donate one hundred dollars to wine, to water. You guys might not know what one hundred dollars does, but um, every fifty fifty dollars, if you were to donate fifty dollars to wine to water, that's giving a one family clean water for a whole year. So if we were to donate 100 that's feeding... That's getting two families water, clean water for two years. So we have to persuade this this man to donate $100. We have to. We have to. Right, Marley? If he doesn't, I'll be disappointed in myself. All this work for nothing. Okay. So I guess we'll bring him in now. I mean, I am using his equipment and all, so I might as well bring him on the show, give him some recognition. Here we go. Three, two, one. Inviting my father.
2: Oh, I guess I'll just clap for myself. Ha <laughs> yeah. ha Hey Marley, you still here? Yeah. You hungry? Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, I guess that's the consequence of not feeding you and it's two days in a row, guys. Seven, uh, let's not talk about that.
0: <laughs> I... <sighs> yes. Let's let's get started. So we're here. Two days in a row. We are here. <laughs> to convince you to donate $100 to this foundation.
2: Who's on him? You, sir. Oh, you want me to donate $100 to what foundation? The
0: White the wine, the to What? The Wine to Water Foundation now. Th- this, listen. So the Wine to Water Foundation helps people across the globe who need clean water, who are without clean water, who, you know, Or just living in horrible conditions, and the least we could do is give them clean water, you know?
2: So um, you brought me on to give this charity $100 uh, because you believe in what they're doing.
0: Yes, I believe in what they're doing.
2: Marley, join me at the microphone here. Uh, Do you agree with him? Do you want me? Do you think it's important for me to donate? Yes okay, um
0: do you know what a hundred dollars could do
2: first of all what is what is wine to water what do they do?
0: so basically what they do
2: you said like uh water around the world what what is it, like <laughs> another ocean? what are we doing here
0: so let's you we live in a neighborhood right Yes. now let's let's imagine me just ripping all everything from this neighborhood and we're living in like shacks, you know mm-hmm. We And every day, we're, let's, let's imagine we're on top of a hill. And each day, I, along with a few other kids, are sent down to get 40 pounds of water and carry it back up a hill. Half the time, the water is dirty. Everybody gets sick all the time. Imagine that.
2: So wait, let's walk me through this. So by the way, uh, those that are listening, I'm not sure even how this got here. But there's a giant five-gallon jug of water that's supposed to be on my... <laughs> convenient uh, ice mountain uh and we're not uh, sponsored by ice mountain uh right Mo- no no no, okay. no no we're not good. all right good <laughs> so if you want to you can't yeah so uh this giant jug so you're telling me that kids kids put this on their back and they th- well, it's empty, and then they go to the water source, and then they put it on their back full at five mm-hmm. gallons, which is how much does that weigh? I don't even know how much Forty that
0: pounds, and they walk up a hill.
2: And then they, they walk up a hill with this... Jeez, you can't even pick this thing up and walk three feet with it.
0: <laughs> yes, I can, guys. Don't believe it. <laughs> anyway, so... So,
2: okay. so you're telling me there are kids in this world that will put something like this on their back and walk how far?
0: Up a hill. I I'm guessing... Now I'm pretty sure this isn't a two miles, five miles. They walk. Are you to five guys? I'm so sorry. Oh, two and
2: a half miles. A Marley half miles just down. gave me signal, the signal—the two and a half miles signal. She's um, through her hunger slumber. She has okay. uh, corrected us. Thanks, Marley.
0: So by donating, do you get the main get the main cause of this whole thing now?
2: Yeah. So if I understand this correctly, you have uh communities in in con- various countries that um they struggle to have what we take for granted which is clean water, clean water. we're fortunate enough to live near lake michigan and yeah. um i don't do we pay for our water i don't know if we pay for our water or not but if we do it's very little and so we can basically run we do pay for our water but it's not a lot of money so we could run our faucets you know what i mean We could, we're all taking showers yeah um we we have we run our water for we don't even drink the clean water we have we order ice mountain
0: yeah we do
2: we are so crazy we actually have them put water in a can that we have to open that has some hint of a flavor to it right that's just when i think about right and we buy water bottled water when we get out so we take water for granted um but there are parts of the world you're saying that they they can't even get clean water? Like, but you need water to live, right? Like you They're you,
0: living on the bare minimum of what they can get. What does that mean? Like, let's say let's say you're living like by yourself when you're like in a desert. And each day, God just gives you the tiniest thing that, that could barely keep you alive, you know? Like a bit of let the tiniest bit of meat that won't kill you. But it'll keep you alive that's kind of what they're living on they're surviving on dirty water that's making them sick but it's somehow keeping them alive
2: so you did your research you probably saw video and all that are they do they look happy there i mean it doesn't sound like they'd be happy it doesn't
0: but surprisingly these kids in the video are keeping a, a smile on their face
2: wow so you're telling me that these kids are drinking dirty water uh or if they even you know bare minimum water or, or dirty it makes them sick yeah um but they're happy
0: yeah they are they really
2: i'm definitely i'm definitely using this uh, against you guys when you complain i just want you to know that
0: well, I, f- I feel like parents always do
2: that <laughs> no I'm, I'm kidding i mean i think that we, we all I'm, I'm the same i i think i'm inconvenienced i think that um you know i think that that my life is tough and uh when you tell me that there are kids that are your age that carry the equivalent of these ice mountain 5 gallon jugs on their back every day up a hill to get dirty water water that's not 100% clean as bacteria and it makes them sick uh it 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 breaks my heart because um when i think of those kids i see you too and Um, I've given myself enough experience in life to understand that, you know, whether you're a kid in Nepal or Africa or whatever, if you're a kid in the West side of Chicago with no money, uh, those children are of no great lesser value and no different than Miles and Marley. Yeah. And, uh, they come into this world as these. Okay, they're kind of uh, grumpy, screaming babies in the beginning, early stage. We all were. But then they become these happy, laughing, beautiful sponges. Um, and, you know, why is it that you, we're, we're in a household wasting water and there's kids around the world that can't even get clean water? So it breaks my heart. But you're telling me wine to water comes in and – um what do they like bring them a bunch of bottled water or something like how are they getting like because i I remember seeing like earthquakes or whatever and like the companies are like hey we're great because we sent and we airdrop bottled water and you see them drinking bottled water and everyone's happy i always thought that was a little weird because i'm like well how do you bathe with it how do you clean with it
0: where do those bottles go after you're done
2: that's a really good point marley come here you are doing a project, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: In school on what?
1: Um climate change.
2: Um and so like why is climate change important?
1: Climate change is important cuz it can it can help it can save animals, it can save people, it can save um a lot of things.
2: Because the climate is what? It's our world that we live in?
1: Um, yeah.
2: Yeah. So that made me think of you because well, Miles made an excellent point, if there's a country that doesn't have clean water and I'm some CEO of a water company or any other company and I want to look good, what's the quickest way for me to look good? Um... Probably send uh, a bunch of bottled water there, right? Looks good on TV, right? Justin, CEO of Water Inc, just delivered five hundred thousand bottles of water to Haiti, right? But like, what happened? Like, walk me through that, because why do why do why do we use water, Marley? Is it just to drink it out of a bottle? What other areas do you in life do you use water?
1: Um. We, other than like drinking it, mm-hmm. well, we shower and we. Um, swim in it. And we. Do we
2: cook with it? Do people water their lawns with it?
1: Yeah. I was going to get to that.
2: Oh, okay. Do you have any more?
1: Um, People wash hands with it. And they also, well, I was going to say bake, but...
2: Yeah, bake. Yeah. And they shoot each other with water guns.
1: They play with it.
2: Yeah. So, can you do all that with an Ice Mountain bottle of water? No. And then what happens when you have 500,000 bottles of water that get drunk or drank? I don't know, You're more educated than me, Miles. So I think it's sounds, well, drink, drunk. Drunk
0: sounds like they're getting drunk. <laughs> I oh, think yeah. drank sounds better.
2: Yeah. Uh, drink it? No, it's just. <laughs> so My fault. imagine all of a sudden those 500,000 bottles of water are drunk. Drunk. Drank. Drank. Oh, drink it. Drink it. <laughs> This is not an educational podcast, <laughs> yeah. is it? So, Kinda, it is, basically. So um what does that leave them with? The water's out of the bottle, but what is left?
1: Um, the bottle.
2: What are they made out of?
1: Um.
2: It rhymes with rastic.
1: Plastic? plastic? <laughs>
2: yeah. So, plastic. So, what if you, if I put 500,000 empty bottles of ice mountain, no offense, ice mountain, but I'm looking at your logo right now. Uh, You just got the plus and now you get the minus. So, if I had $500,000 of uh, empty ice mountain bottles of water and they dropped it in your neighborhood, what would that feel like? What would you do with it?
1: What do you mean?
2: Like I mean, what what would you do I mean, can you make it disappear
1: um,
0: No, it's a very hard thing to work with
2: yeah to reuse yeah is it just is it uh so in in climate change they talk about things that are uh biodegradable you know you know what that is
0: Mm-mm.
2: like if you throw it in the environment, it'll eventually sort of disintegrate into the environment, and it's fine, right so like paper typically because it comes from trees it's biodegradable but plastic no right there's, there's nowhere there's nothing to do with it so you're just left with a garbage heap of plastic right so what excites me about what you guys are telling me is that Wind of water goes out there and they're not the quick fix make us make us look good you said did I hear you say twelve months?
0: Yeah, that that was for one project in um, Nepal.
2: So they spent, they committed twelve months of their lives in Nepal for this one community to take water from what, like two and a half miles away, deliver it to this community, and make sure it was filtered and clean. And then you said they trained everyone actually include everyone to build it and then they train them on how to maintain it. Yeah. And the impact that has on lives is what? I mean, clearly I know like you need clean water to like stay alive, right? I think it- But like, is there any other positive impact on a community when you have that?
0: It brings them together. It makes them feel, at times of, if I was in a situation like that, I'd feel lonely. I feel, I definitely feel alone and to have somebody care enough in my community to be there for a whole year, just mm-hmm. to help us get clean water makes me feel wanted. It makes me feel like there's worth, it's worth doing this. Gives you a
2: lot of hope, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah.
0: Especially I heard in the video that like they're making friendships now. They're these people from wine to water is considering people from Nepal, their family
2: now. That's beautiful. And then so the people from Nepal helped make the stuff, right? Yeah. So if like a pipe breaks or the filtration system goes haywire or whatever, does wine the water fly back out and fix it for them?
0: I don't think so. I, I think they they no, they don't because they they train each person to know what to do in that situation. It's like uh like the military, they know what to do when it when uh, so like come.
2: they don't just come in like a savior and like fix stuff and then disappear and then they actually empower the local community to yeah to you know learn a new craft that will essentially sustain this for a long long time yeah Um, yeah I was just imagining the other benefits right so you're saying kids were Lugging these things back and forth, they were getting sick. And when you eliminate that, kids are feeling better, they're more energetic, their parents are feeling better, they're more energetic. You know, you're not spending hours traversing back and forth to get water, it kind of frees up some time, doesn't it? Yeah. Which would mean what? Like more school, you know, um, more reading, more family time. Yeah. Less
0: um, people who get sick because of the water.
2: Right. So it, it seems to be um Marley's climbing over me. Uh She,
0: she could have just stayed there. Uh,
2: she had a bathroom break. We won't tell anyone though. She's climbing over me.
0: <laughs> do you wanna know what do you wanna know what a hundred dollars can do?
2: Uh oh uh yeah, sure.
0: So how much does fifty go into one hundred?
2: Oh my god, I didn't know we were having a math test. Uh two times.
0: So that's feeding two fam no, oh my, I keep saying feeding. That's giving two families well, that's water. That's feeding
2: them the nourishment of life, water.
0: <laughs> that's giving two families water for a year. Clean water for a year. Just fifty dollars each, fifty dollars for each family. For a whole year.
2: I mean, that's pretty incredible. I mean, you hear all these stats sometimes, but the way you describe this operation, I don't feel like I feel like putting the money at like that will actually happen. You know, sometimes charities are you know, they have their commercials or they send their mailers or whatever and they're saying all these stats and everyone wants to say like a dollar will feed an African child for 17 years and I'm like, really, I don't I don't know. Yeah. And it seems very distant. Um I'm not saying that can't happen, but it it, it seems very distant, but the way that you've described Wine to Water, it sounds like they're pretty amazing folks and uh and that that probably what actually happens. Yeah. So, which, okay.
0: I guess it's time to wrap up the podcast.
2: So you don't, you don't want anything from me?
0: Um, not really, except the permission to do what we want after this.
2: Oh, you don't want a donation? I thought you wanted a donation.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I wanted that from you too. Oh yeah. The I thought you purpose. already hooked on that.
2: No. I, have I donated?
0: Oh no. I guess yeah. we can do that now. Yeah. Donate. Um, donate, donate. Donate, donate
2: my children need a lesson in sales. You got to actually close the sale before you, well,
0: you count donate. the sale.
2: No, don't do a handshake. Uh <laughs> Make me donate right now. Um uh you don't want to unplug that. So I guess we're without the technology to donate. I could go to their site. Go to their site. I will donate um $10. $10. dollars
0: sir. Well, all right,
2: I'll donate 50. Because that's a whole family. Why not do 50? Why not
0: do 100?
1: You could be two families. Yeah, Daddy. But, like, if you're
2: one family with 50, why don't I do 50?
0: Wait, Dad.
1: Don't you want to to help two families?
2: Yeah, but my money, I like, I have to help this my family, right? I
0: don't know. I'm, not, I'm getting mixed signals here. Well,
1: I guess you can do 50.
2: Ah, that's not the right answer, Marley. You should say, "Daddy, you blow a hundred dollars on stuff that's not important all the time, and you could save two families." Don't be ridiculous. You want to donate and donate the hundred dollars? So donate
0: once, right? Because if we donate monthly, that's a hundred dollars a month.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I love, I love your podcast and everything, but are I can't we dedicating
0: it and donation
2: it? No, we're not. Uh, Would you like to? No, okay. All right, so I'm going to press the button to donate $100. Do you guys have any final thoughts on your podcast? Congratulations on starting a podcast, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, you, you're not at your mic. Uh, oh, it's hard. Yeah, so yeah, so, so. yeah, a rookie podcast host here. Um, That's nice. So, uh, do you guys need me for the close? Are you trying to.
0: I guess we could all say bye.
2: I want to make a challenge now that I'm live.
0: No, no, you're getting too excited. excited. I
2: want a challenge. I want a challenge. I'm going to each mic, challenge. Challenge. The challenge to you guys, in fact, I'm going to make a promise to your, your guests, not your guests, that would be me. I'm going to make a promise to your audience that you will find on YouTube in the next seven days a video of Miles walking up a hill with a five gallon, 44 pound ice mountain jug of water on his back and I will film it and post it. No, you won't. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, but don't smoke pipes, it's bad for you. Oh, too late for me
0: then. (laughs) Oh, Daddy, I'm sorry. Uh Just
2: kidding, I don't smoke. This is why you're gonna be putting this on your back. (laughs) Because I wanna, you know what? It's one thing to be like, yeah, we should be more grateful, Uh, these kids. No, you're gonna put that on your back. Ah, this is the beauty of dividing your father on your pocket. You're gonna put this thing on your back and you're gonna walk up and, yeah, I'm gonna find a smaller one for you. Don't be getting smart over here, little girl. Just because you're a little eight year old girl and you can't carry five pounds, you're gonna get a 25 pounder (laughs) and you're gonna (laughs) carry it. Up the hill. Oh, and and because I'm but be- oh don't hit the mic. And because I'm a believer in participatory parenting, I myself will carry a five uh ounce bottle of water on my back. Deal guys? Yeah. No, you guys weren't paying attention. I said I'm carrying a five-ounce.
0: Five ounce! Five ounce? I yes! Hate- no no
2: no no. Hey kids, pay attention to the details because otherwise slick parents will pull one over on you. Wait, All right, are sure. uh, you guys going to end your podcast <laughs> cuz I oh, am not. Yeah. This is not my podcast.
0: Sorry. Sorry guys. Uh, um, we thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate it. We love anybody who loves us. <laughs> yeah. is, we, we love anybody. We love we love you guys for tuning in and we'll see you see you later. Hold on. Yeah. Did you
2: just say we love <laughs> anyone who loves us? Yeah. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs>
0: If you love me, I love you. If you don't, I hate you.
1: <laughs> Just went from yeah. a very
2: inspirational Thanks podcast. It's spiraling. Uh, wh- why don't you give a? You, should anyone else donate? You got me to donate a hundred. If you guys don't, everybody
0: donate. Got, yeah, everybody donate fifty dollars at minimum. Twenty-five if you really can't donate fifty, but I'm pretty sure you can. Don't buy that new. Don't buy that new keyboard you want for your for your computer because it's broken. Because your other one's broken. <laughs> Donate to Wine I Just don't water. use
2: your computer anymore. Um, no, I, I I agree, Miles. I, I think that we spend our lo- our money on a lot of stuff that's not important. You mm-hmm. might as well put it towards that something works. good. Feel good about yourself. And um, Wine to Water sounds like a fantastic organization. I can't wait to learn more. So uh, I am signing off as the sole uh, member of this podcast now, apparently. Uh, bye-bye. What <laughs> that